Theology for the Rest of Us is brought to you by Blue Sky Missions. Are you an individual looking to go on a mission trip? Or a church leader wanting to take your group overseas? We all know that planning mission trips can be tough. Blue Sky makes it easy. Learn more at blueskymissions.org. You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. Thank you for everyone who's been downloading and listening. It has been really cool to see all of the support, the great reviews, lots of great feedback I've been getting, so thank you very, very much. Today's topic, a topic that I've been asked about many, many times, the question is, is masturbation a sin? I want to answer this very clearly because I believe it's really important that we give a really good quality biblical answer to this question. Uh, Before I dive in, I want to kind of define masturbation. And I know you might be thinking, Kenny, what are you talking about? Like, dude, we all know what the heck masturbation is. You don't have to define it for me. Uh, However, I think I want to just clearly define it because sometimes there's one thing that gets lumped into the topic of masturbation that's not really fair. And that is any consensual actions between a man and a woman within the bounds of marriage. So like if a man and wife are, they're doing their thing and they're using their hands, that's not masturbation. That That's consensual sex that's appropriate. And it's specifically mentioned in the Bible. Song of Solomon chapter 2 verse 6 specifically mentions that and a lot for that. When I'm talking about masturbation, I'm talking about one person in isolation doing their own thing, pleasuring himself or herself apart from consensual, appropriate, Christ-honoring marital relations. So now with the definition clear, let me dive right in. And right off the top, I'm going to say this. The Bible never clearly states that masturbation is a sin. Okay, and I I feel that's really important to say. I am always really hesitant to say something is sinful when the Bible hasn't clearly called it sinful, right? And surely masturbation is not a new thing. Um, it's probably been around a long time. And so if the apostles wanted to address it or someone in the Old Testament wanted to address this, they could have. They clearly would have had ample opportunity. And so I say that just to make sure that we, we don't label something as sin if God hasn't labeled it as sin. However, I would say this. While I am not willing to say that it is directly a sin, I am willing to say that I don't believe masturbation is ideal. And we as Christians, we shouldn't just be asking ourselves, well, what is sin and what is not sin? We should be asking ourselves, God, what is the ideal? What's the best way for me to live my life? When God was creating the human race, when he was creating you and I with urges, with sexual desires, I don't think that masturbation was at the top of his list as the ways in which he desired we would fulfill those cravings. I'm not sure that that's God's plan. I'm not sure that that was his ideal. And therefore, when you are regularly participating in the action of masturbation, you potentially put yourself outside of the framework of God's perfect design for you. God gives us cravings and God gives us ways to satisfy those cravings. Example, God gives us the craving for sweets. I have a major sweet tooth. God has given us this and he gives me a manner to satisfy that desire. God has given us fruit like grapes and strawberries and things of that nature. 
But what do I want to do? What is my cravings leading me to do? Oh, you see, we want sugar and processed carbs and things that are not necessarily healthy and are not nutritious for us. Is it sinful to eat a donut or eat an Oreo? Probably not. But is it the best way for me to satisfy that craving? No. Is there any nutrients in a donut? No. A grape both satisfies my cravings and has some element of nutritious value. Masturbation might not be a sin, but it's not emotionally or spiritually nutritious. I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine who was telling me about a friend of hers that had been serving a ministry and then of no choice of her own ended up being single and then was really faced with these temptations. So then my friend looked at me and said, what am I supposed to say to this woman? Am I supposed to tell her that you just hold out? I mean, isn't it better for me to tell her to masturbate? That way she doesn't potentially sin and destroy her ministry. What's the advice that I should give her? I don't know that I can answer that question perfectly. However, I do want to point us to scripture and I want to ask, how would the apostle Paul advise that woman? In 1 Corinthians 7, Paul makes it clear, I like being single because I can do more ministry, I can be more effective, it's awesome. However, if you're someone that's burning with lust and you're struggling with that, then you need to go ahead and get married so that you have a way to satisfy those sexual cravings. I mean, that's what Paul says. So his advice, if you're burning in lust, is get married. But my friend's advice is, if you're burning with lust, masturbate. Uh, do you see how we potentially can put ourselves in a position where we are now giving people advice that is contrary to what the Apostle Paul wrote? That makes me a little bit nervous. I don't know about you, but anytime I'm giving people advice on any topic, I want to be giving people advice as close to Scripture as possible. Now, maybe there's some practical reason that this woman could never get married for whatever reason. Maybe that's the reality for a lot of people. I don't know. But I do know is that the Apostle Paul had the opportunity to address this, and he didn't say, just go ahead and masturbate, right? And so, therefore, I'm nervous to say those words. Now, I have had this conversation with another friend of mine who told me, Kenny, I, I get what you're saying that, you know, God's design wasn't for us to be masturbating. God's design wasn't for that to be the ideal way in which we satisfy our sexual cravings. But he said to me, but God also never designed us to be in our 20s and 30s as single people. Like our, our physical bodies are craving sexual urges, you know, at, at the middle school years, at, at the early teenage years. And so our physical design doesn't necessarily line up with the cultural norms, which is true. I, I do agree with that. I don't think we were designed to be in our 30s and single and not be married. However, that can be said for lots of things, right? There are lots of areas that God had an ideal for humanity. And because of sin, we blew it and we messed it up. But that's not an excuse to go ahead and to seek something that is subpar. Like if God designed you a certain way to say, well, our culture is screwed it up, so let's not seek after the perfect design seems odd to me. I still want to be within the framework of God's perfect design for me as best as possible. I want to live my life in such a way where I am pursuing God's ideal design for me and that my cravings are being satisfied in the way he wants them to be satisfied to the best of my ability. Furthermore, I think it's extremely important to remember that masturbation typically is accompanied by something that is very sinful and clearly condemned in Scripture, and that's lust. Right? Maybe the action itself of masturbation is not sin, but it's typically accompanied by something 
that is extremely devastating to our minds and is clearly condemned in Scripture. If you are masturbating while you are imagining anything or visualizing any sexual elements, that would be sinful. And Jesus addresses this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. Jesus makes it clear that lusting and thinking about someone in that way is just as bad as adultery. I have had people ask me, what if I'm masturbating but I'm not lusting at all? First, I would say if you're able to do that, you are in an extreme minority group. Okay, The vast majority of masturbation is accompanied by and with some form of sexual, sinful, lustful thoughts. Let's be honest, right? Now, is it possible that you could be masturbating without lustful thoughts? Um, I guess, yes, it's possible. In fact, I do have a friend who is a pastor who is single and has told me, Kenny, because of my sexual urges, hey, I just need that release. I don't do it often, just once every few weeks. And I feel like it actually helps me to not be craving sex as often and actually causes me to be more pure in my thoughts. Am I going to say that he is sinful or wrong in that? No, because the Bible doesn't explicitly say that he is sinful or wrong in that. However, I think there are several things that my friend is not considering and not taking into account. Mainly, I think people who take the approach like my friend has are missing the point of the original design for sex. Sex was created by God as a way to bind married couples together. There's this supernatural, mysterious thing that happens. Two people come together and they emotionally become intertwined. The design of sex is for two people to come together and to serve one another. For each person in that marriage to be serving and seeking to satisfy the other. Sex is designed to be this beautiful, intimate act where two human beings are seeking not for their own pleasure, but seeking to serve the other. Masturbation is the exact opposite of that. Now, we do have people that will say, well, masturbation is good for some single people for health reasons. Yes, there is a physiological issue with men where there is a buildup and there needs to be an occasional release. Let's be honest. How many guys late at night are in their bedrooms and saying to themselves, well, I better do this for my health. No, that's not the case. I think when we say that, we run the risk of giving guys unnecessary justification. Furthermore, while we're on the topic of the necessary release, God has actually already given us a solution to this problem. They are commonly known as wet dreams. A guy who is not having orgasm on a regular basis in his sleep on occasion will have a release and the problem is taken care of. God has already thought this through on our behalf. In addition, the less you orgasm, the less the buildup will be. So if you commit to not masturbating, the first few days, first few weeks could be extremely difficult. But once you begin to have the natural release take place, the buildup actually doesn't happen nearly as fast. If you're not having orgasm, your body begins to slow down the rate of production Therefore, the speed of the buildup is much, much slower. One other major health concern that is related to masturbation. The more you masturbate and the more you orgasm by yourself, the more you are conditioning yourself to respond 
to that form of stimulation. So if you're a guy, the more you masturbate, the harder it will be to actually respond to your wife when you're married. And so this could have a devastating impact on your sex life and on your marriage overall. This is also the same for women. If you are regularly masturbating, you are conditioning yourself and your own emotions to respond to yourself, which will make it more difficult in the future to respond to your husband, which again could impact your future sex life and overall could impact your marriage in a very negative way. In conclusion, is masturbation sin? The Bible does not explicitly say so, but is it helpful? Probably not. Should we most likely seek to live a life where we avoid masturbation? I think I've made a pretty good case for that. If you're someone that is struggling with sexual urges, I want to encourage you to see a counselor or a pastor or an older friend who can help you and do whatever it takes to avoid the things that you believe God is telling you not to do. And let's not take the easy way out and say, well, masturbation is not sin. Let's take it beyond that. And let's say, what's the most Christ-honoring way and the most emotionally healthy way for me to satisfy my desires? Thanks again for listening to another episode. If you have any questions for me about this episode or any episode, you can shoot me an email at heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. You can also send an email there if you have a question that you would like to have answered on the podcast. Our intro and outro theme music has been I'm Shipping Out to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.